From our studios at historic Arnold's Park Amusement Park, it's Okaboji Broadcast with Jeff Fee. Welcome to Okaboji Broadcast, everybody. I'm Jeff Fee, coming to you on a beautiful sunny day as we near the end of September, right here at the Dickinson County Museum. I have next to me Jim Fliss and Carlton Mitchell. And uh, first of all, uh, welcome, guys. Thank thanks, you. Thanks for Thank taking you. time with me today. And we are talking here today because... Uh, of a donation of bells, Carlton. Tell us about what we have here today. Well, this is the school bell from the North Superior School District, uh, North Superior, Iowa, uh, which the school building was located on the east side of Highway 71, a mile east of its juncture with A-17. Right. And I acquired it from the local farmer who took over that land of the school district and rescued the bell and brought it to town. Um, when he had to go to assisted living, he was selling the bell and I bought it. Well, this school bell, this was not at the wooden country school. Okay, this yeah, was right. a brick building, two stories. I was never in it. It's been torn down, what, eight, ten years ago? At least, yes. But it stood over there abandoned for many, many years. Right. Uh, the only claim to fame for North Superior School District is kind of a negative one. Uh, back in 52, 53, 1953, uh, the school board decided to tuition out their students to Spirit Lake Superior if they would take them and set the cost of tuition. And they did so. Okay. So they had no students anymore. And they kept the school district going though. I assume for tax purposes. Right. And the state of Iowa took note of this and ordered them dissolved. And a group of lay citizens, not the school board, brought suit in district court to prevent the dissolution of the school district. And that went from district court to appellate court to the Supreme Court of Iowa who decided that the state's in charge of education and when they say you're closed, you're closed. And that was a precedent-setting court case. In what year was well, that? Well, the decision from the Supreme Court came down around 1954, 1955. Okay. I've looked up some of it in the archives of the Beacon, but it's hard to yeah. get it nailed down. I, I did do the... Uh, when I was a grad student in Mankato, I was assigned the case in school law class and reported on it at that time, but I couldn't find my paper I wrote. Right. But uh, at the end of my spiel of reporting on the case, I said, and I own the school bell. And I was just going to say, <laughs> <laughs> and what are the odds of... What are the odds of getting that? You're going to have the school bell yeah. as well. So, yeah. That is such a fascinating story. Yeah. So that set the precedent for many states. You know, that the state is in charge uh, of uh, education. Right. It's in the Constitution. So state by state, that that, uh, that was set. president set. Yeah. And had to follow that. They have the power. Have All right, and we've also got uh, Jim Bliss here with us today, and we got we got all sorts of bells, Jim. We got uh, we could start a chorus if we wanted yeah. to, but uh, you're going to talk about a couple of the other school yeah. bells we yeah. have. This big bell over here comes from Westport Township, Earl Bash, 
bought it on an auction years ago and he donated it to the museum. It sat in the freight room forever. We brought it out this year. Earl's wife was one of the founding members of the Dickinson County Museum Board. So this is where that bell belonged. Uh, that came from, I think, Westport number two, and I do not know without a map where that one right. was located. Yeah. We, we, back in there, we do have a map that shows where all the county schools were. And I'd have to look that up. This, and behind you. This one back here is Diamond Lake number two. And that was, school was located west of Diamond Lake. Um, there's a family out there by the name of Rush, have been there for many, many years. Right. Bob Rush farmed the firm, I think. Then his son owned the school bell. That was in his corn crib in the cupola of the corn crib for years. Then Bob passed away, the son has had the bell. It's traveled with him around the state wherever he's lived and he finally decided it needs a home and this is the home it's got. You know, and that's the part that amazes me, guys, is the fact that uh, sitting in whatever for years, here's this history of what I was saying to you before, Carlton, the fact that, you know, these belt they started the day. Kids could be out in the schoolyard and, and running mm -hmm. around and tag sure. and all these things. And the ringing of yeah, the bell, the day was starting. You know, there was an electronic bell that someone pushed a button. No. It was someone yes. getting on a rope and pulling on these, and that meant the day was starting. Yeah. And I just think that's a, such a yes. And all the schools had it. That's why I think they're just well, so They had it at the old school here. Yes. That bell yeah. rang at 9 o'clock, and you better be in the yeah. classroom by then. <laughs> now, I wonder how many of these, because, you, you know, different schools have victory bells for the, especially yeah. football. That yeah, now it's a victory bell. Yeah, but that's yeah, what they know, turn into. That, that was the bell. But the it's amazing that uh, either they become a victory bell or someone puts it in their attic. Yeah. And uh, there's that part of history in our community. At least we have three of them here. Yes, if we could find some more, that would be wonderful. Um, county schools were four miles apart so that no kid should have to walk more than two miles to get to a school. Is that what it was, four yeah. miles yeah. apart? Mm -hmm. That's pretty, I mean, really. Yeah. Rurally, that's that's pretty close any way you go yeah. there. Yeah. Unless you got three feet of snow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that could happen too. Yeah. So, uh, well, it's just interesting. And I wanted people to know your donations here to the Dickinson County Museum and uh, and what it means that now kids can come. Yeah. And, and ring that bell. As long as you've got the sound on. There it is. <laughs> the school day has started. Yeah. <laughs> or, I, I should mention, Jeff, yeah. we're still on the search for information about North Superior School. We can't find any annuals, photos, records, minutes. I haven't been able to find any of that. And so if anybody knows anything, we'd sure appreciate Former students, bringing it I to mean, our what attention. years are we talking about? Well, it had been finished around 1953, 54, it's all done. Okay. They never had high school that I knew of. Right. So I went through eighth grade, I think, and then yeah. they came They did out, have a gymnasium in that school. Yeah. It was a nice, I don't know, they, they nice might have run a high wow. school. It was a nice brick building. I'll take that back, they might have had the high school, too. I think too. they did. So you would think you'd be able to find somebody out there that... Yeah, that know they have some information. Photograph of Photographs, graduating class. 
whatever, anything. Yeah. So if somebody's got that information, do they contact the museum? Uh, contact the museum's fine. Okay. Well, that's interesting. See, isn't it like when you start asking questions, what you find out? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, guys, thank you for taking some thank time you. with me and ringing the bell, and uh, thank you, and for your donation to history here in Dickinson County. Welcome. All right, right here, Dickinson County Museum. Come and check it out during the off season, and it's a wonderful place to find out more about our local area. I'm Jeff Thie on Okaboji Broadcast. Okaboji Broadcast from the studios at Historic Arnold's Park Amusement Park is brought to you in part by the headquarters of the University of Okaboji is at the Three Suns, open Monday through Saturday 10 to 5 and Sunday from 10 to 4. The Scott Troutman State Farm Agency in Spirit Lake. Quest Wealth Management, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services. Advisor Jan Spielman, A.J. Spielman, and Erica Wachholz. Duckies Marine and Motorsports, repair in Spirit Lake. Bank Midwest, dream big, plan wisely, live well. Lakes Regional Healthcare and Avera Partner. Ruthven Locker at the Lake, where carnivores are welcome on Hill Avenue in Spirit Lake. Beck Engineering in Spirit Lake. B Radiant Laser Skin Studio in the Okaboji Plaza in Okaboji. 